Good to see you, buddy. Good morning, everybody, and welcome to the Rangers Review Morning Briefing for Thursday, the 2nd of February. I'm Derek Clark, and I'm joined by a, a full team this morning. Uh, first of all, Johnny McFarlane. How are we doing, Johnny? I'm not great, Derek. I'm, uh, I'm full of the cold. I'm sure a lot of people are because it's going around, so I'll, I'll, mm. I'll try and struggle through. But certainly last night's performance was something of a tonic. Yeah, absolutely was. And we're joined as well by Stevie Clifford. Uh, uh, a late uh, alteration to the lineup this morning, but it's great to have him back on. How are we doing, Stevie? That's me, shock everybody, Derek, but I'm absolutely jolly this morning. So, um, great performance <laughs> last night. Uh, brilliant to see the reaction on social media and things of everybody saying that that was our best performance in several years, certainly under Michael Beale. So, yeah, all positive. Um, really happy. So, looking forward to talking about last night. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a strange one, Stevie, because you weren't you weren't totally behind the Michael Wheel appointment before. Is, is he one year out now? Ah, uh, yeah, something <laughs> like that. You know, it's funny. It's, uh, it's funny because um, obviously I was very pro Michael Beal, and I could sit here and say, you know, it's wonderful. But at the same time, just four weeks ago, we were talking about Ben Davis, and he was wonderful last night. So it just shows you that football, you know, you can have your opinions, and and they can change so quickly but um i thought to a man last night they were all absolutely fantastic and i'm sure we'll go on to discuss it but i am delighted for michael beale Derek. of course i am i'm a huge fanboy of his so to speak and everybody knows that i was very pro his appointment so um i'm delighted it's going so well but now he said that barry has to continue it so yeah have you get the mug have you get the bill mug filled up this morning stevie I have me. Um, I have a hot Last. chocolate every morning. I come in and do this because I always take the dog out, and it's normally pouring. As to this morning was no different, but um, today's hot chocolate is a little mint one. So I'm going to be sitting here smiling away so sensational right before we salivate over last night's performance folks just a quick word for our sponsor seneca hair restoration uh, they are the number one hair transplant corporation in europe due to its elite hair restoration services and innovation techniques uh, their mission is a simple one to change people's lives and restore their lost self-confidence and it's their vision to lead the hair restoration industry to new heights they are the number one people to go to folks if you're thinking uh, about a transformation at the top of your body and i've put in all the links to their uh, website and social media channels in the description uh, box there so go and check them out right let's talk rangers johnny that was uh, i think you, you you touched on it when we done our halftime twitter spaces last night thanks to everyone and incidentally if, if you came on that um it really is uh, fantastic um you said it was one of the best domestic performances in years uh, that you've seen uh, rangers Never gave Hearts a sniff from the off. They were they were bang at it. Uh, they deservedly got their noses in front of Fredo Morelos with, with a header from a terrific lofty ball from Ryan Kent. The Colombian really should have uh, scored just prior to that. He was offside after being played in uh, by uh, Sakala, I think it was. The second goal, Rangers hit the post and what have you in that, that first half. Sakala was ruled offside. Uh, second half came and they got the, the second... Well, so they got the... the Second goal in the first half, Malik Tillman uh, capitalising on a, a knockdown from Connor Goldson. A fantastic finish into the back of the net. Goal number three came in the second half. Uh, Morelos with his second of the evening, tapping home from a, a Sakala ball across the face after it was initially rolled out for offside. VR checked it and, and it was given uh, as a goal. And we'll touch on his, uh, his goal celebrations afterwards as well. But Johnny, as an overall performance, that was uh, sensational last night. 
Yeah, when Stephen Gerrard walked in Ibrox in 2018, guys, um, one of the things he often talked about was Rangers' performance on and off the ball. It was kind of a new concept for Scottish football, um, certainly for me, in terms of thinking about the game in that way. And I think last night was the ultimate example of that in action because Rangers approached that game with an intensity and an aggression and a bite that Hearts just couldn't cope with. This wasn't just a performance about skill, about passing, about finishing, about the kind of uh, the niceties of the game. This was get your sleeves rolled up, get stuck in, and do the dirty work at Tynecastle, and and win the right to win the game in a very sort of Walter Smith style way. And that was the most pleasing thing for me in Scottish football. Unfortunately you're always going to huff to win the battle in these kind of places. The tippy-tappy football is great. We love it when it, when it when it works. But if you can't combine the two, you're never going to be champions. That was a performance that was suggestive of a team moving towards the right direction for a championship-winning side over time. Now, I'll, I'll clarify. It's, as Michael Beale said last night, they're, they're, they've got a long way to go. Todd Cantwell will be more bedded into the side. Raskin will be bedded into the side. And we know there'll be surgery done in the summer. But in terms of a, 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 an accumulation, a summation of Michael Beale's ideas, I thought last night was about as perfect as you could get because it was so easy for, I think, him to get that team wrong at Tynecastle. But he got the team out there, I think, that went to win the battle first and then play their football. And and the football being played would be allowed to speak for itself. And that's absolutely what happened last night. And and you have to give Michael Beale credit. He's had an unbelievable start as Rangers manager. He's fitted into it like a glove. It's it's been a, an absolute easy, perfect, seamless fit. And the way he's gone about his business is has been remarkable. What what a title race we're going to have next year if he keeps going like this. Um, and, and if you're a Rangers fan, you will be absolutely confident that the good days are, are on the way back. If he can keep up this level of performance, that'll be the case. Yeah, so many, so many comments coming in. Before I get to them, I just wanted to give a shout out to Mark and Keith. Uh, Joshua uh, met them last night outside uh, Tynecastle and they were looking for a shout out. So there you go, lads. Uh, no problem whatsoever. Stevie, um, prior to the game, we, we, we looked ahead, uh, I think it was Tuesday, uh, to, to the match, and there was that concern, Hearts were on a great run of form, uh, they, they always generally start really well at Tynecastle, the crowd is on top of you, um, but Rangers just uh, just blew them away, and it, didn't they, that, that, that sort of first half, and in fact the whole game, to be quite honest, but Michael Beale has been getting by, getting the results, but he's been talking about not getting the performance. He certainly got that last night, didn't he? That was a, a statement before performance last night. Yeah, I think it was. Um, certainly his most complete um, performance. But, um, you know, what was noticeable was how well organised they were. The press last night was probably the best it's been in a real long time. Um, the high line, everybody was in sync. And some of the individual performances, Derek, all of a sudden... You know, Fashion Sakala, it looks, you know, like an absolute star man in this team. Um, Glenn Kamara was back to being Glenn Kamara of his very best. And there's Alfredo. You know things are starting to come back to norm when 
he's upsetting everybody again. So it was just a, it was a really, really fantastic performance. And I'm not going to say it caught me by surprise, but, you know, because we've spoke on here about what they're capable of and, and, and how good they can be, but um, we've kind of floated along under Beal, and we've spoken about this before, Derek, about they've had phases of play in each game where they've been really good and then they maybe have their dip and stuff like that. But last night, to a man, they were, they were absolutely brilliant. I thought the shape, shape was really, really good. All the players within that done well, and um, individually, as I said, they, they were very, very good. But you know, it's I think it's a, an accumulation, maybe, of, of where we've been going. We've been threatening to do that kind of performance for a while, but it's not quite got there. And then last night, I think it just clicked for everybody. But individually, we've had good performances from players. But I think last night, everybody got that. We got nine out of tens from. You know everybody in it, and it just it, it fell into place. So, you know, really terrific performance. And yeah, I mean, there was a slight concern because Tynecastle was such a difficult place to go to. They've been riding a crest of a wave. They've been playing very well, but we just completely blew them away. And um, it, it bodes well because mm. that that's been that's been coming and just brilliant to watch. You know, <laughs> we we've sat there, you know, in the last ten minutes of games and. You know, you think about Rugby Park, we made it difficult for ourselves, trip to Hamden, etc. But last night was just, it was brilliant. Everybody was able to enjoy it. And, um, you know, Todd Cantwell come on for the last 15 minutes as well, and I thought he looked really good. thought he looked really promising. Yeah. I thought there was real signs there that this boy's going to be really good. Then you've got Raskin to come in. You've still got Yanis Hadji to come back. So, yeah, we've got every right to be sitting here this morning really content and... Um, Really excited about what's to come. Yeah, uh, let's get to a few of the comments that are coming in. Uh, Nicola Roger, I think, speaks for us all. Uh, she says, uh, went to bed with the biggest smile on my face. Amazing performance from the whole team. Uh, and a big thanks to Andy um, 83 uh, You can uh, donate to the channel, folks, and support the work we do. And he's done just that. Big thank you for that, Andy. It really is much appreciated. He says, uh, amazing amazing watch last night. Imagine Bill could fine-tune Sakala, mix that great attitude with a continued rise in performance while... Uh, and love the show, guys. Well, thank you very much, Andy. What about Sakala, Johnny? Um, very unfortunate not to get on the score sheet. Two goals ruled out for offside. Um, they were good, two good finishes as well, I've got to say, but he got the assist for the uh, Morelos goal. Should have had two assists. Morelos should have been onside uh, in, in the opening stages, but he looks like a player reinvigorated. Not the only one, of course, but he looks like a, just a, a different player under Michael Beale. Oh, Nate, put your mic on. God, sorry, mate. <laughs> um, it's the first time that Fashion Sakala has had a proper run in that team, isn't it? So, to give him a bit of credit, he's not really had the chance up until now to put five, six, seven, eight games together and show what he can actually do. So, perhaps this is Fashion Sakala at his at his capabilities, doing what he was signed to do and showing the kind of form that you can only show if you do get used to your teammates, if you get used to the kind of style of play. And I kind of see that from Sakala so far. I think he is offering something, I think, different to what the other players that Rangers have in the team give you. You get that level of um, hard work and graft and, and, and 
almost chaos that he brings because he, he, he buzzes about. But there's a level of finesse last night to his play. And, and you've got to say, over the last few games, you've seen that more and more. So absolutely bring it. Um, Fashion Sakala has been excellent. And, and he's made that right wing position, if you could call it a right wing position, because I know it's, it's a little bit more uh, complex than that from a tactical perspective. But he's made it his own. And maybe the the likes of uh, of us on on these kind of uh, podcasts and videos will be less inclined to say that Rangers need to go out and sign a right winger in the mm. future because maybe by the end of the season we'll be saying Fashion Sakala's got that position nailed down and it's his and transfer links with the likes of Whitaker and people like that will be less prevalent because there's someone there that that Michael Beale trusts and, and I think that's absolutely key. If yeah. he can win the trust, because I, I, I'll speak for myself, and I think many people in the comments, and maybe it'd be interested to see what Stevie thinks about this. He hasn't had my trust up till now, but I'm willing to hold my hands up and say maybe that's just because he hasn't had a chance. Yeah, I think yeah, I think we're seeing the best of him now. I think because of that that run of games, uh, and just a quick word before we go to Stevie Steely FM says uh, Sakala was desperate to score last night to celebrate the birth of his baby. On another day, he could have had a hat trick. Yeah, congratulations to uh, Fashion and uh, the Sakala family with that. That's a uh, fantastic news. Uh, and yeah, he could have had a hat trick, Stevie, but. Uh, He's been a right shining light. There was a comment a few minutes before saying he's probably been the best player since Christmas time. Uh, would you go along with that? What I would say about fashion is uh, we've spoke about him quite a bit and said that he's quite rough and he's, he's you know unpolished, um, but he does bring that chaos that, that that Johnny spoke about. You know that kind of unorganized um, tempo and excitement. Maybe that's the best thing about him, Derek. Maybe we don't have to polish fashion Sakala. Maybe that is what makes him such a threat and what, you know, all of a sudden, we, we've spoke a lot about this being, our team being quite static and, and quite dull. You know, certainly um, not maybe recently under Michael Beale, but before he came in and even at points last season, we were saying, out with the European games, we were saying that we needed something different. We need something that, that changes things. Fashion Sakala's biggest asset is probably the fact that he's so unpredictable. The fact that he people can't track his runs, you know, his pace. And and yeah, look, Fashion Sakala is capable of of scalping one over the bar from 10 yards out like he did last night, but he's also capable of of rifling in a volley like he did at Tanadays. And I think that's what makes him. Um it was I'm sure it was Adam Thornton. We've had this. Um we've had this discussion before. Adam and I, and it's that kind of, I'm sure Adam uses the phrase, it's that kind of unorganised chaos that he brings. That That is so good. And look, Bob's saying there, we need we definitely do need to polish him. But I understand that. And yeah, if we get him in front of goal, you know, banging in a hat-trick. But what I mean by the unpolished bit is in our attacking play, when he's so unpredictable in his movement, unpredictable for, for defences to defend against, I think that's his biggest thing. And when people talk about, him being the best player since Christmas, that go back to that comment. I think he's certainly got the highest now goal involvements um, f- under Michael Beale. I'm sure that's nine um, all yeah. altogether. So Alfredo possibly is is on ten. I would need to go and go back and look it up, but it's definitely between Alfredo and Fashion. So if you think about the turnaround and and Fashion's performance, Alfredo 
Kamara, you know, Michael Beals, he's starting to get the very best again out of out of the individual players. Even I thought John Lundstrom probably yeah. had his best game in, in, in so long last night. And there was question marks about whether he should be starting. So there's so many positives last night. And and as for as you know, overall comment on fashion Sakala is just keep him just let him run with that right wing. See see where it takes us and um and see what his involvements and his goals and stuff are like come the end of the season. So I'm not suddenly saying we don't need a right winger. I would still look to maybe strengthen that. But if you've got fashion Sakala that you know you can rely on and bring in and, and start games and go on a wee run, then then absolutely. But um definitely thought he was terrific last night. Just um all round really excitable performance. I think that's probably the word he's I've I've uh, friend Cammy says that he's he's a bit like a speedboat without a driver. You never know which way he's going to go and, and stuff that he's going to do, and you know I think that's what makes him so likable. But he's um, he's he's certainly doing good things for the team, that's for sure. Yeah, he certainly is. Another player you mentioned there, uh, Alfredo, of course, got a, a double. He just loves scoring goals at Tyne Castle, and I do love uh, the celebration. However, it has irked uh, a former Rangers uh, star, uh, sort of. Caught me by surprise, I've got to be honest. Neil McCann last night on BBC Sports Sound when, uh, of course, Morelos, his second goal, uh, he scored uh, getting on the end of this Akala ball. Uh, we had to, it was flagged for offside initially, it went to VER uh, and then uh, it was given as a goal. It was getting a bit of jip Morelos from, from the heart supporters and when it was given as a goal, he'd done the, the trademark knee slide uh, right in front of the fans. Uh, but McCann on BBC Sports Sound said, there he is away again. The boy is an idiot. Uh, and as to further discuss the comments, he said, I don't know why he does it. I know he's a pantomime uh, villain. Uh, he re reacted when he scored his first one. Then he goes to the wee corner. I've said before how close this ground is. He runs to the fans and antagonizes them. I said at the time I didn't like it. The second one, because we were waiting so long, he had no reason to celebrate other than to antagonise the Hearts fans. He's right into the corner of the section, running away from his own fans. I've seen him do that at Fur Park. I just don't like it. I was very strong in my comments. Maybe I shouldn't have said that. Um, this is certainly Royal De Ranger support, uh, Johnny. Uh, I've got to say, I was surprised at his comments as well. Uh, Michael Beale was asked about uh, Alfredo's celebration in his press conference. He says he always does that celebration. I don't know if he knows where he's running, but he's just gone and celebrated a goal. That's the only thing with VER. It stops you celebrating in the moment. The whole bench can't celebrate, and the players on the pitch are unsure as well. That's the only thing that's a setback on that. thought McCann was a bit out of order last night, I've got to be honest, Johnny. Definitely. He used um, a phrase there calling Alfredo Morelos an idiot that is just a little bit too strong. Neil McCann is allowed to have his opinions. Of course he is. And he's allowed to have opinions that go against the grain. That's part of being a pundit. And if he didn't do that, then it would be boring listening to him. But at the same time, I think you could uh, you can be a bit more constructive than that. It's quite clear Neil's had a bit of an issue with Alfredo Morelos because it's not the first time He's made strong comments about him. There was a BBC episode, I think, in the last six months where he started having a go at Alfredo for, for, for walking past Rangers TV um, and not giving them an interview. But obviously, he's up in the gantry. He doesn't know what's going on there. Um, and he started talking about it on, on, on live on radio about how he'd sort of ignored the opportunity to give the club media channel a, an interview. Um, I think clearly he, he's not a fan. And that probably coloured what he had to say. But but listen, Neil McCann 
is a legend and did score in one of the, the greatest games of my of my life. Um a 3 0 win at Parkhead that actually you secured the title. Um what I would say is it's a bit rich for him to have a pop at someone for agitating a fan base when uh, in that game he was part of a huddle yeah. <laughs> at Celtic yeah. Park uh, after winning the title on the pitch. So it's a bit of a strange hill to die on, to be honest, given given his own personal history. And sometimes there's that old uh, adage of um, if you live in a glass house, don't throw stones. And I think mm. Neil would be advised uh, to have lived by that mantra. One thing I'll say, I'll tell you though, I predict, and I'm sure Stevie will agree with me, I predict in the cold light of day, Neil McCann will be waking up this morning going, you know what, I wish I was more measured. I really do. Do you think so, Stevie? I think he's got an issue with Morelos. Uh, like Johnny says, there has been uh, comments before he's, he's been unhappy with, with him at points. Um, do you think Do you think he will be? And, and Morelos, there's a comment come in there. Fans, fans in Scottish football uh, like to give it out, but when they should be big enough to take a bit if... if uh, if it goes the other way, um, what was your feelings on the McCann comments last night? Yeah, they were out of order. I don't think you can use words like that, you know. On a, you know, sometimes it might happen on a on a fan podcast or whatever. That's fine, but it's not words that we would use, and it's not words that they should use on a on a on a corporation like BBC. So, absolutely over the top for me. I think he'll come out and say, you know, I've I've, I've been too harsh or whatever, but. I think Neil McCann does forget himself. You know, Johnny's bang on. Like he ran behind the goals at, at Parkhead and yeah. you know, arms wide spread and we all loved it and we all loved his um his his moment in the huddle and things as well. So yeah, I mean Neil McCann's a fantastic player for Rangers, absolutely brilliant. And he's always spoke really well and he's always been very, very controlled, but he does have issues with Alfredo. I don't know what it is with Alfredo, like he seems to just um, you know, but he's expected to take it. And as yeah, the comment yeah. there said, he was getting piles of abuse off that off that support. So he's supposed to not do anything. And no, I don't I don't think that's how it works for me. If you're if you're big enough to give it out, you can't cry if they give it a wee bit back. So and and can I just point out as well that <clears throat> it's not like he went right up to the touchline, it's not like he went right over after VAR. He celebrated the way he always does and he gave a wee bit back. So I've got no issue with Alfredo Morelos. And what I would say, Derek, is we talked about this the other morning. We said on, on Saturday, thought Alfredo Morelos' all-round game was very good, holding up. He just forgot to put his shooting boots on on Saturday, and that was the only thing missing. It was a pretty big thing. Don't get me wrong, like before, you know, people say. But I thought all-round last night, he has shown little little signs. And I'm not saying he's anywhere near it, right? But we all, and and I think we used this exact phrase the other morning, we're allowed to hold that romantic torch that maybe Alfie could get back to where we want him to be and where he was a few years ago. See, if he keeps doing things like last night and he keeps doing that all-round performance, then he will get there and the yeah. fitness will come back and the sharpness will come back. So instead of commenting too much on, on Neil McCann, because I think Johnny kind of covered it all perfectly, like we better credit to Alfredo Morelos. That's the best I've yeah. seen him in a long time. Some cracking finishes, a good all-round play, some good movement. Um, and yeah, offside, look, twice he was caught, he should be a wee bit better. But as Michael Beale says, when you're asking them to play right on the lines and high up like that, it's going to happen. So I'm more happier, like Michael Beale said, that 
we're creating those opportunities. So all credit to Alfredo last night. That's much more like it. And you know what? If if he could just get back to where we want him to be, it would just be tremendous. And a wee, a wee point here. Alfredo Morelos is only four goals away from being in Rangers' top 20 goal scorers. And that's not bad for a young guy that's taken so much criticism and, and is apparently this and that. And yeah. I've been quite harsh on him. I've given him a wee bit of stick because I know how good he can be. And I've always said this can be Alfredo Morelos' team if he wants it to be. Still stand by that. I thought he was terrific last night. So well done, Alfredo. Yeah, and I agree. Scott Cameron says, uh, let's hope uh, Buff does the same celebrations many times more for the rest of the season. Here, here. Right, let's get to There's so many comments coming in, John. I wanted to touch uh, touch on this. Um, Graham Corkin, good friend of the show. Morning all. All aboard the Tillman train. I'm bailing it outstanding to a man last night uh, and drinks whiskey, gets in touch. Uh, whatever it takes, get Tillman signed up. I thought, especially first half last night, again, the guy is just a level above. Um, I think Michael Beale did touch on whether an agreement is in place. He says everything's ready to go with regards to that. Uh, you just think it's all about personal terms now, but what a player he is going to be. He's been absolutely superb under Michael Beal, another one who's just completely taken his game to another level. It's obvious. You don't even really have to discuss it. Rangers are going to sign Malik Tillman unless Tillman himself decides that he doesn't want to make the move. You can't yep. look at what he's delivered and say that make a case that, that, that you wouldn't sign him. We were all miffed with his off-the-ball work, I think, in the Champions League. He was exposed in that regard. But one thing about Malik Tillman that's marked his recent performances is a, a, a real quality in terms of turning over the ball. The guy can tackle. Yeah. Um, he's got those telescopic limbs. You know, He's a big, tall, strong lad. And he's just got the ability to nick the ball away and, 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 and act as a kind of brick wall. And no one's running past him. No one's running around him because he, he's he's strong as an ox and in many ways if you can get him really really fire into his level he's actually built for Scottish football guys because there's very rare uh, that you find a player who's got the physical stature to cope with the rigors of our game and the skills to deal with it now I'm not making a comparison I'm not oh, saying they're go. similar players they're not similar players so Comments, beware. <laughs> Here we go. But another player that I would use as an example of being a big physical strong unit is Brian Loudrup. You know, he was, I think, six foot one or something like that. Six foot one, six foot two. Stevie will correct me. I'm 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 showing a lack of knowledge knowing his exact height, but he was he was a tall guy. Yeah. And that really, really helped him dominate Scottish football because he could take the bumps. He could take the treatment, and I think that's the same with Malik Tillman. I'm not comparing them. I'm just talking about a, a, a legend, an elite player whose physical skill set or physical uh, attributes made him uh, really, really excel in Scottish football. And I think Malik Tillman has that element. Brian Loudrop, that is that is quite the comparison, Stevie. I wasn't listening to him. <laughs> <laughs> I, I got lost in a, a Brian Loudrop Wonderland memory. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I understand completely um, what Derek's, uh, what Johnny is saying there, Derek. So um, I think Brian was 6'2 or whatever he was, 6'1. So um, what I would say about Malik Tillman is that we, we've discussed this several times and you've asked, would you pay the money? And I've always said that I'd be a bit worried about where our budget is. And and you know would we would we be able to? I think we're now getting to the stage where um, 
it doesn't matter where our budget is. You have to spend the money for him um, because he is. In, and the best thing about it, Derek, is he's getting better. Is is as Johnny says, you talk about his, his turnovers. Um, I think Joshua done a really interesting article from the weekend. It was very good actually. It showed you his pressures, um, where he kind of pushed on and, and how he how he performed on on Saturday, and he didn't get the goals. So a really interesting one, and um, definitely go and spend the money on him. I mean, I, I think it's yeah. got to that point now where he's just he's yeah. just so good. He's he's only twenty as well. That's so crazy. this is the first season, and it's just a. It's, it's becoming a no-brainer, you know, and all credit to him as well. I think that Michael Beals really managed to 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 get the best out of him and tweak what was there before and and kind of enhance it. And, you know, as I said, all credit to him. He, he was another brilliant performance. Good to see him get the stat-wise. People draw natural comparisons to Joe Rebo, and I know that Michael Beals said they're not similar players. In this stage in his career, no slight on Joe Rebo, Malik Tillman's given a lot more than Joe Rebo did at this point. And we all love Joe Rebo. And that's not a criticism of Joe Rebo. Please don't take it as that. But we held Joe Rebo in, in such kind of high high regard. I think that Malik Tillman's surpassed his levels at the moment and shows signs of really kicking on and really getting better. So, again, look, it, it's been a really positive show. We know that, obviously, it's going to be last last night. But these guys deserve credit they they put in the hard work and it's starting to they reap the rewards at the moment and all credit to Malik Tillman he, he was exceptional last night so Doogie get the purse out Doogie we're going to need it for the summer that's for sure yeah uh, Alan McConnell gets in touch just to un un load up he says uh, Stevie has a life size cardboard cutout of load up just out of shot behind him uh, I think I think we I think we've all I've got actually a, a piece of load up in my room here uh, yeah well, that is quite the comparison but if if he's uh, a third of the player Brian Loudrop was, and I think Rangers are on to a winner. Just a quick shout-out, Maureen Allison is celebrating her 73rd birthday today. Uh, happy birthday, Maureen. Uh, and she shares it with uh, Barry Ferguson, who is 45 today. So happy That birthday. makes me feel old, Derek. Jesus. <laughs> Barry Ferguson, 45. Blimey, Nick. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, we're getting on, that's for sure. Um, just yeah. before we just before we wrap up, just a couple of more things. Just want to get your, your point on, folks. Um, first of all, Aaron Potter says, uh, do you believe that Kent's penalty claim was a penalty? That was where VAR, I think, was used well. Uh, it was initially given, uh, and then uh, it was a VAR check, and then it was uh, deemed that Kent had dived, and he was given a yellow card. Michael Beale said he had no complaints. He's, he knows Ryan, and he's not that sort of player that would dive. I think he's anticipating the contact uh, Johnny, um, but it's one of those ones. Do you think he was? He was. Uh, do you think a it was a penalty and b was uh, the referee right to show a yellow card to Ryan Kent? Uh, yeah, I do actually. Um, having watched it back, I think Ryan was anticipating contact. Yeah, and uh, you could see when you watched it really slowed down. He just took a very very faint stutter step um, as the, the challenge came in. So. Credit to them, they got it right. Uh, as Michael Beale said after the game, Ryan Kent's been at Rangers for four years. Have you seen many dives from him? I don't think it's it's necessarily a dive. No. Um, but it's one of those where he's absolutely expecting the contact. It's a split second. It's very marginal for me, but I can I think the referee got it right. To me, it was it wasn't a penalty. So uh at least they got that right. You know, 
Scottish football, you know, uh, there's all the stuff about Goldson's handball as well. You know, uh, <laughs> there's there's always a need to inject controversy somewhere. Yep. You've got an unbelievable Rangers performance, and they're absolutely dominant. And people are talking about Neil McCann, uh, <laughs> a, a Goldson handball, and Ryan Kent going down in the box. I mean, you couldn't yeah. make it up. It's just the way it is. You won't get any of that on the Rangers review. But we're talking about yeah. it now, unbelievably. But as a general rule, we'll not talk about this stuff. Yeah. Um, but it's tires. It's tiresome. You know. It's. It, I, I don't think, as Michael Beale said, that it's kind of. It's one of these ones that deserves a lot of uh, a lot of scrutiny. I, I, I didn't think it was like a swan dive or anything like that. It was it was anticipating contact, and the boy pulled out at the last minute. Yeah, yeah, that that was it for me. And Stevie, just before we go, I wanted to get your view on uh, uh, Ben Davis. This comment from Maka comes in. Mentioned for Ben Davis had a super, superb game last night. Of course, you were getting a. A bit of jip uh, a couple of weeks ago for for an article saying that you're not yet convinced he's he's not uh, uh, the, the, you're not overly convinced by him as yet. However, are you sort of getting on board the, the Ben Davis train? He was very comfortable last night, wasn't he? Very very good. And again, use the same phrase I've used all morning. All credit to him. I thought he was a an excellent performance. Um, on the Neil McCann thing, just before I come back to Ben Davis, um, not Neil McCann, sorry, Ryan Kent. Yeah. I think he initiated contact. He left his leg in, which um, he played for it. I've got no issue with players um, trying to trying to win penalties. There's a difference between trying to win penalties and, and diving completely, which I don't think he did. Correct decision, correct yellow. On Goldson, it clearly hits his left thigh and then hits his hand. You look at the one we didn't get at with McCrory, that was even less um, convincing than than that one last night. So, yeah. no, I thought VAR got them all spot on last night. Back to Ben Davis again. Um, ben Davis, him and, and Connor Goldson, really effective together. They're starting to build, but it also helps them when they've got a midfield in front of them that, yeah. that, as well as they did last night and protected them very well. Ben Davis was really good on the ball um, and he was really comfortable so, listen, keep it positive this morning. Um, you know, well done to him. It was a very good performance. It's more like that, Derek, and he'll, and he'll prove me wrong. So, all credit yeah. to him. Um, and that I hope he does because, you know, we, we, we spoke about Michael Beal at the start. You know, it's it's just opinion, isn't it? We all we all have one. There'll be those out there that, that wouldn't, you know, I read it every day that people that say that they wouldn't give Ryan Kent a contract. And I think that's... Absolutely crazy. So you always get that. That's what makes football so fun. And um, on the boys' comment about John Lundstrom, I think we yes. did praise John Lundstrom. But if if we're seeing it, that's John Lundstrom's best performance since Leipzig and things like that. So he was excellent last night. Really strong. Um, but I just thought that he allowed Glenn Kamara. Glenn Kamara next to him was just incredibly good. Little triangles, strength, popping the ball off really quickly, setting the tempo. Thought Kamara was absolutely excellent. Mile, man of the match by yeah. quite a considerable distance for me. Although they all could have got it, I just thought that Glenn Kamara looked like the Glenn Kamara that we we all raved about previously. So I think we could praise every single one of them last night, and they all deserved it. Um, so yeah, Ben Davis, John Lundstrom, Glenn Kamara, well yeah. done to all of them. They were absolutely exceptional. So yeah. Even the subs when they came on, I know uh, Michael Beale uh, said that Alex Lowry did well and, and, and Todd Cardinal, I thought, looked, looked sharp when he came on uh, as well. It certainly uh, bodes well going forward. And, of course, we've not 
we've not yet seen Nicholas Raskin in, in a Rangers jersey also. That's what was work permit is ratified in time for the weekend. Of course, Michael Beale is uh, undertaking his uh, pre-Ross County press conference a little later on. You're heading over, aren't you, Stevie? Do you want to have a, a chat with the, with the boss? Yeah, um, I'm going to actually leave right now. It probably takes about 40 minutes to get up to training ground. It starts at 11.30. So I'm going to go right up. Listen, I'm, I think I'm going to have to hold myself back because I just want to give him a big hug <laughs> and, and say to him that I knew you could do it and blah, blah, blah. So, um, what they, they, they think you're joking, Stevie. That's the thing. It's getting towards Scott Wright levels of appreciation <laughs> with Michael Beale. So, um, yeah, I'm really looking forward to seeing. I think what I'll ask him this morning is... Um, and it seems like when trying to think about obviously transfers now are all gone, but I'd like to know um, how we managed to get to this performance last night, what he's done to get us there and how he now keeps us there. I think that's quite an interesting mm-hmm. thing to see how he's he, he would answer that. Obviously, he'll say it's hard work and things like that, but I like to know a wee bit more about you know the dynamic of, of how he, he managed to get it all, all to fit. But... Um, We've got to stay there now, Derek. That's the level. So th- th- that's right. the question for him. How do we how do we stay there? Is Big Handsome going along this morning? Does he see Big Joshua up there? Is he going? Derek's doing it over Zoom today. Oh, oh. there you go. Big Handsome has no. got other things to do. Ah, oh, no, Joshua. I'll never mind. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, I think that'll do us there, folks. Uh, it's been a, a great show, a real positive show this morning, which is fantastic. More of them, please. Uh, thanks to Johnny and Stevie. We'll be back again uh, tomorrow. Um, oh, Derek, sorry to interrupt. Yes. Can I just have a quick say to people? We've got an unbelievable free competition on at the moment. It takes five seconds to enter. All you need to do, go to www.com. Rangers.rangersreview.co.uk uh, forward slash newsletter. If you sign up to our Rangers Insider newsletter, you get a bespoke uh, opinion piece sent to your inbox every day. We are giving away a pair of hospitality tickets to the next four Rangers home games. So wow. we're going to have four separate draws. Um, and everyone who is a newsletter subscriber, including the thousands that are already there, will be included in the draw. We've got a full set of hospitality tickets to give away. So this is how we're going to do it. So get on to that, www.rangersreview.co.uk forward slash newsletter, five seconds. Just all you need to do is pop in your email address. That's all you need. And then you will be getting the the uh, the, the newsletter sent to your address. And uh, of course, then you can qualify to um, to, to win those, those that pair of tickets. Uh, Park Thistle, and then there's obviously... A, It'll be the games will be announced after that, that, that the ones that come up fall in that. So Super. it's a really, really good prize, and a, a, it'll be a fantastic day out if you win them. And of course, uh, you'll be able to bring somebody. So you imagine having that phone call when you say, Right, come on, pal, we're off to hospitality. Not bad. Class. Yeah, and I that. don't write them, so it's even better. super stuff go and get involved folks if you haven't already done so that is a fantastic prize Um, we'll be back a little later on remember all the the reaction from the press conference will be on the website and on on our social media channel stay tuned for that Uh, and we'll be back again tomorrow morning as we look ahead to the game at the weekend so until then enjoy the rest of your Thursday bye for now